calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Singularity by Bill DeSmet. Copyright 2004 by William H. DeSmet. All rights reserved. Chapter 42 A Stitch in Time. Mariana barely noticed when the synthetic voice announced Insertion complete at 3 minutes 7 seconds, re establishing event horizon and the portal began to close, blocking off the singularity's luminescence. She sat there in the sudden dark, trembling, tears streaming down her face and no way to wipe them away with her fettered hands. She'd seen... She'd seen her mom and dad alive again. And so young. Young as when the world was new, a full moon rising out of the Aegean as they wandered up into the hills. She choked back a sob, and looked around in the gloom. Grecian and company had risen from their gallery seats and were standing at the far end of the aisle congratulating one another. Even Yuri was down there getting instructions of some sort. That left only Sasha and John. Sasha, she whispered. It probably came under the heading of consorting with the enemy, but she had to know. What was it I saw when the portal opened? Was it, was it just a dream? Sasha shook himself, summoned back from some transport of his own. Each person sees something different in the time field, he said slowly. Still, it is not a dream. The search through the maze is guided by each individual mind and heart, but all of the world lines are real. World lines? The automated announcement said something about world lines, too. What is a world line? A world line is... Hmm. How to explain? Sasha frowned and ran his fingers through his frizz of hair. Finally, he said, Think of the path of an object through time and space as if you could see it from outside. Everything and everyone traces out such a path, including you and me. From hyperspace, every moment in your life appears all merged together into a continuous tube. It splits off from your mother at the moment of birth and terminates, or perhaps not, at the hour of your death. Slice through this four-dimensional tube anywhere along its length 
and the resulting three-dimensional cross-section is U at the corresponding moment of time. Like a motion picture, maybe? John spoke for the first time. If every instant of my life, every now, were a single frame in the film, then the world line would be the whole reel, considered as a single thing? Yes, John. Excellent analogy. And these world lines, they still exist? Mariana asked. Even the ones from the past, they don't just go away? They still exist, Mariana, as you saw. Sasha paused a moment and then added quietly, The world lines are real. Some believe it is the flow of time itself that is the illusion. Sasha? Galina's voice emerged from a loudspeaker positioned overhead. Excuse me, please, Sasha said, rising. I must go to confer with Galia on the final shot. Mariana barely noticed him leaving. Her tears had begun to flow again. She let them. Alive. They were still alive. Still in love somehow. Somewhere in time. Perhaps they always would be. Mariana? You okay? Knox slid into the seat Sasha had just vacated and held her to him. It was an awkward embrace, with her hand still sticky-webbed to the arm of her chair, but it seemed to help. Her trembling went away bit by bit. He felt her take a deep breath, then release it slowly, relaxing in his arms. Better now, she sighed against his chest. Better with you here. She leaned back just far enough to lift her face for a kiss. A kiss she broke off after only a few moments, as if suddenly remembering where they were and why. She pressed herself tightly against him again. John, what are we going to do? I'm working on it. Maybe, maybe we should just let it go. Maybe it is all just an internal Russian affair, like Grishin said. He pulled back and looked at her. Was this the woman warrior he'd spent the past week with? Where was the edge, the attitude? She was the last person he'd have thought would go all warm and fuzzy on him. What had the singularity showed her? Damn it, Mariana, that's wrong and you know it. The world may not be perfect the way it is, but it's a damn sight better than it'd be if the KGB had been left in charge of the only other superpower for the last twenty years. You're right. Of course you're right. She was looking down, biting her lip. When she met his gaze again, she had her game face back on. Sorry, I let myself get a little... She took one shuddering breath. I'm okay now. He said nothing, just reached out and gently wiped the last tear from her cheek. So, she said, what are we going to do about it? He looked around, no one within earshot. I'm going to try turning Sasha. Knox only wished he felt as confident as he sounded. Still, turning Sasha was their best shot. If anyone was in a position to pull the plug, it was GEI's second-in-command. Galena would listen to Sasha, and from what Knox had seen, Galena was the one running the show. So, the why worked. The question was how. A lot hinged on just how committed to Grecian and his revanchist fever dreams Sasha really was. GEI was his meal ticket, sure, but that didn't necessarily buy a man's soul. 
and it sounded like Sasha had been through hell at the hands of the old KGB. Had he caved at the end, succumbed to hostage syndrome, the way Marianne had said? Or was the old Sasha still buried deep down inside, waiting on the right word to draw him out? And if so, what was the right word? Le mot juste. Knox tried to focus, but nothing came. Mariana whispered, Here he comes. Knox released her and turned to watch Sasha feeling his way down the aisle through half-light and variable gravity. Reaching their row, Sasha leaned over and slapped Knox on the back. You see, John, no need to worry. Galina reports all parameters well within safety tolerances. In thirty seconds more, power generation will be back at self-sustaining levels. Sasha settled into the aisle seat. Good. The glow from the lighted handrail made it easier to read his face. Oh well, got to start somewhere. So, Sasha, you said that last probe was being sent back only thirty-something hours? That's way too early. Too late? To have been the same one Mariana saw arrive in the lab five days ago. You mean the probe with the go code for capture? No, that was not it. What was on this one, then? You disappoint me, John. I was certain you would have figured it out before now. Well, if I had to guess, it'd be something to do with how you managed to pick up our trail again. Bravo. Yes, the message giving the name and location of Weathertop. And one thing more, two words I personally added. Return them. Didn't trust your boss to bring us back alive, huh? Not that I didn't trust, but Arkasha is more inclined to do the right thing when the time probes tell him to. Sasha almost smiled, then became utterly serious. I did not want you and Mariana killed, John. Alas, I could not do as much for your friend, Dr. Finley Lawrence. I am sorry. Knox let that last remark slide. He wasn't ready to go there just yet. Instead, he said, So, what comes next here? Next comes what we have called the Omega Sequence. First, we rebuild our power reserves to maximum levels. For Omega, we must go into the far past, two decades back. So far, in fact, that we cannot trust the computer to manage the energy expenditure. Too delicate. Too much variability. Instead, Gallia must control the process manually. Sasha glanced back, smiling in the direction of the operator station. She is a true magician at the weaving of fields. I am sure she is. You must be really proud of yourself for having dragged her into this nightmare. That got a reaction. Sasha turned beet red and began mouthing protestations of innocence. Skip it. Too much, too soon. Just keep him talking for now. What's all this about an Omega sequence? Yes, well... Sasha seemed relieved to return to a less sensitive topic. The point is to sift through the world lines and lock onto the time and place where Andropov was killed. 7.35 a.m., February 9th, 1984, Moscow, Special Polyclinic Number 17, Suite 12, all under computer control, of course. Hold on. I thought it took a conscious observer to isolate any particular strand in the time field. This is so. However, 
the computer qualifies as an observer for purposes of this interaction. We have a DSP-7 parallel processor running a neural net over there. Sasha pointed toward a matte black cube about a meter on a side. It was cabled into the crane installation. You've got a computer capable of simulating consciousness crammed into a box that size? Not consciousness, John. Vision. Much simpler. Fortunately, as regards observation, the universe appears not to distinguish between a simulation and the real thing. Once Kalina finds the desired world line, the DSP can match input from her visual cortex well enough to lock on. So that's what the helmet is for. There's a squid in there reading her brain's bioelectric field. Actually, an MRI, Sasha corrected, to read the chemical state of the striate cortex. Room temperature superconductivity makes possible very precise magnetic resonance imaging in a very small package. Small indeed. Most MRIs were big enough to swallow you whole. This one could have come straight out of a millinery catalog. Just another everyday miracle from GEI's Material Sciences Division. Once the pseudo-visual lock on target is confirmed, Sasha was saying, the computer aligns the launcher accordingly. The entire apparatus enters a discrete quantum state entangled with the target space-time. Much more reliable than human guidance, the neural net is not prone to distractions. It remains focused on the target until probe launch and beyond, until a human operator intervenes to reset or adjust it. Simple. Um, simple's not the word I would have chosen, Sasha. How about unbelievably complicated? Knox wouldn't have believed it could work at all if he hadn't seen it in action a moment ago. And... You've only had the past day or so to experiment. How'd you know it would... Oh. Yes, John. Time travel again. Probes 12 and 13. The first to explain the basic principle 24 months ago. The second to confirm our final design seven months later. Whatever. Knox gave up. Thinking about this business of magicking up information via messages from the future was making his head hurt. There just had to be a paradox in there somewhere. Side issue. Knox didn't need to buy into Sasha's bizarre reasoning. All he needed to do was find, somewhere amid the technobabble, the hook that would land his fish. Till then, keep the conversation going. So, okay, you stake out the crime scene. Andropov's assassin shows up on schedule, somehow evading an entire platoon of Ninth Directorate guards in the process. What then? Then comes the Omega sequence itself, a sequence of two separate insertions, one after another. First, the extensor arm launches one single bullet along a trajectory that intersects with the assassin's world line all those years ago, intersects more precisely with the back of his head. In result, the threat to Andropov is eliminated. With luck, even the marvelous self-destruct device may be recovered intact. If that's phase one, then the second phase must be your Ouroboros patch, right? Where the snake eats its own tail? Ah, you have deciphered our GEI corporate crest, John. Very good. But yes, you are right. 
having shifted the timeline by this little bit, we must ensure that the new course taken by history also includes a research program leading to our present time-warping capability. Sasha sobered suddenly, his voice dropping almost to a whisper. Without that, our intervention to save Andropov could create a true temporal paradox, an effect without a cause. And what would happen then? Nobody knows. Sasha's eyes held a haunted look. Worst case, a rip in space-time continuum, leading to collapse of the so-called false vacuum and the end of all existence. Or an infinite temporal cycle, like a forever loop in a computer program. Nothing good, this much is certain. He took a breath before going on. But this will not happen, because in the second, final phase, we launch one more probe back to the same point in space and time. Investigating the unsuccessful assassination attempt in the revised timeline, Arkasha will still find the same cylinder with its message about Tunguska and cosmology, only this time on the floor beside Andropov's bed, not sticking through his chest as in our own history. This should ensure essentially the same subsequent progression of events as brought us here. Novikov's conservation of reality principle will work to preclude any causality violation. One question, Sasha. You don't really believe all this is going to work, do you? It has been working up to now, Sasha reminded him. But up to now, you've just been recapitulating events you know have already taken place. Sending your time probes back to when and where you first received them, that sort of thing. You have no idea what'll happen when you actually try to change something, do you? This was it, the hook he'd been looking for. Well, do you? Sasha glanced around before replying. When his answer came, it was pitched so low that even sitting next to him, Knox had to strain to make it out. No result in science is ever assured until the experiment has been conducted, John. Our best mathematical models imply support for the Novikov principle. Still, it is impossible to altogether exclude the possibility of a less desirable result. That's about as coolly as I've ever heard someone talk about the end of everything. If they managed to rip a gash in the fabric of space-time, the whole universe could collapse to a lower energy state like a punctured beach ball. Couldn't Sasha see how crazy this all was? Or maybe Sasha saw, but didn't believe he could change what was going to happen. I get the feeling you haven't shared these misgivings with your beloved leader. And would he hear them if I did? Sasha smiled ruefully. It makes no difference in any case. To yield to such concerns would be to abandon the very process by which science advances the progress of humanity. Or puts an end to it once and for all. As Arkasha said, in a very short while now, you will have the possibility to judge which it is we have accomplished here today. Thanks for reminding me. I'd been meaning to ask what that was all about. Why Grecian said we'd only have a few moments to marvel at his triumph. Is he planning on deep-sixing us after all? Not at all, my friend. Nothing of the sort will be necessary. Sure sounded like something's going to happen to us. Not to you only. To all of us. The consensus among our chronophysicists 
is that the new reality will propagate forward in time from the event epicenter, like a wave through water, like a temporal tsunami. It will hit us here, transforming all our circumstances to what they would be on the adjusted timeline. Knox shuddered. Sounds like a kind of death to me. Those people on your new timeline, they're not you and me. They're doppelgangers. Same names, same faces, whole different set of memories. To all intents and purposes, you and I and Mariana, Grecian, hell, everybody on the planet will cease to exist the instant your Omega sequence goes through. I subscribe to a different interpretation. Different circumstances, but the same consciousness. How did St. Paul say it? In an instant, we shall all be changed. St. Paul? The KGB has changed for sure. Since when did you guys get religion? Sasha's face wore a pained expression. Please, John. I am not part of the so-called shadow KGB. I am... Brightening suddenly. Yes, I'm merely a consultant, like yourself. In that case... There's a little matter of professional ethics we need to talk about. Seriously, Sasha, how can you countenance this as a scientist? I mean, warping the continuum out of shape just so Comrade Director gets to collect on his state security retirement benefits? Sasha's hurt look deepened into one of wounded dignity. Even trivial motives may serve great scientific ends, John, he said solemnly. Galileo himself perfected his first telescope merely for the purpose of persuading the Senate of Venice to increase his yearly stipend. Take a look around before you go sighting Galileo. In case you hadn't noticed, you're working for the Inquisition. Knox knew that he shouldn't let himself get worked up like this, that his only chance was to stay cool, stay rational. Good advice. Too bad he couldn't take it. Sometimes anger is the only rational response. Think about it, Sasha. Think about your KGB towering over a resurrected Soviet Union like a colossus. Think about a tyranny that will never end, because the tyrants have got a surveillance device of inconceivable power. Desktop omniscience. No more missteps. No more unintended consequences. No more chance of toppling that regime. Not when they can see the fucking future. They'll rule forever. A rule that will spread to engulf the globe. And you gave it to them, Sasha. You... Sasha held up his hands as if to ward off any further blows. John, he said, even if I believed this, what would you have me do? At last, a chink in the armor, maybe. Now if he could just pry it open. Places, please, Galina's voice boomed out of the overheads. Final insertion is about to begin. Grecian and the rest of the Council for National Resurrection were already taking their seats at the far end of the row, Yuri had returned and was taking a position on Mariana's right again. A buzzer began to ring. No, not now. He was almost there. He was sure of it. He knew that the right word could still turn this around, if only he could find it in time. Too late. The clock had run out on him. The main event, the Omega sequence, was about to begin. Knox turned away from Sasha, turned to Mariana. She was still glued to her seat, literally. Tears of frustration filled her eyes. I'm sorry, Knox said, stroking her hair. No more time. I tried. I know. It's all right. I just wish... John, 
if this all happens like Sasha says, do you think we'll even, even know one another in that other timeline? I think, I think maybe we were meant to be together, you and me, he whispered, holding her close. Together, no matter what. The synthesized announcement cut off Mariana's reply. Singularity exposed. All readings nominal. Commencing worldline calibration. The portal cracked open again, the light of the singularity once more leaking around the launcher arm to flood the chamber beyond. Knox averted his gaze from the growing radiance, found himself staring into Mariana's impossibly widening eyes, saw her lips peel back from her teeth, heard the beginnings of her scream, even as he realized it himself, something was very wrong. You've been listening to Singularity by Bill DeSmet. 